Hey Buddha Nation, welcome to the Ecom Show, where we invite e-commerce entrepreneurs, marketers, and agencies to talk about e-commerce, the best strategies and tactics, and what to implement in your own e-com store. Before we jump into this episode, I ask you to subscribe to this podcast. Make sure you share it with at least one friend. As you probably know, we don't run ads. Our growth is purely organic, so it would mean the world to me if you could support us. And now let's jump into the episode. Today, I don't have a guest because I will answer the 10 most common questions about e-commerce retention marketing. I will talk about emails, pop-up management and SMS and also push notifications. So a lot of things to cover. So I will jump into this. These questions, they've been asked constantly from you. We get these questions almost every day. So by now, obviously, we have a huge experience how to answer them, how to manage these objections. And I want to educate everyone on this, what's been our experience and how things could be done better. So let's jump into this. So the first question is, uh, it's still asked by people, uh, believe it or not. So the first question if uh, email is dead as a marketing channel or not. And here's my experience. So uh, I talk to many different business owners and uh, I can see that, you know, especially business owners, marketers, they tend to, uh, you know, they, they, they just don't really check email promotions. They don't really care about promotional emails because they are busy people. And that's why they draw the conclusion that email is not a great marketing channel because I don't check my emails, my promo emails, what I receive. So it's just not a good channel. And Facebook, Google, TV is just much better. But actually, this couldn't be farther from the truth. So if you do email marketing right, then your average open rate will be around 30-40%, some cases even about 50%, so more than half of your subscribers, they will open your emails and also your click rate will be a few percent. So these numbers, they tell us that email marketing is still a great channel and actually the conversion rate is even better than with Facebook or with Google or, you know, basically any kind of other online marketing channels. So email marketing is far from being dead and it's a great marketing channel. The next question, the second one, so is email annoying? Does it really annoy people? So, of course, any kind of marketing channel can be annoying if you do it not in the correct way. You should know psychology, and I always say that you should send relevant content to relevant people at the right time, and if this really happens... And today it's so much easier than 10, 20 years ago because of great email marketing uh, software tools that we have nowadays. So if you achieve this, then your ROI will be great and you won't annoy people. That's one thing. But the other thing I always tell people, business owners, that uh, you can actually measure this. So this is is not just a gut feeling, but actually you can track uh, how many unsubscribers you have or how many spam complaints you have. Uh, And you should track these numbers regularly to see 
the trends and the actual numbers. And if these numbers are in the green range, in the correct range, then honestly, there is not much to worry about. And even if they are in the yellow or red range, then you can really work your way up. So I, I wouldn't recommend this to anyone that you shouldn't do email marketing or SM, even SMS marketing. I think you should definitely do it because this is still the highest ROI online uh, marketing channel and it simply works if you do it right. I can see most businesses, they make around 20, 30, 40% of their annual sales from email and SMS marketing. Number three, so do nicer emails with more pictures always convert better or text emails, they convert better. So this is a uh, over-discussed topic, I think. And my simple answer is that it really depends. So you should know your audience, your product, the product market fit, and also why and how you can sell your products. So let me tell you an example. If you are a luxury jewelry brand, or let's say a watch brand, a fashion brand, or even a brand where the packaging really sells the product, then I think design is crucial. It's highly important. You should use images. And this will help you sell your products because that's why people buy this. But if your product is something less visual, and honestly, most products, they are like this, then I think copy is more important. And then it can happen that, an, that a, even a plain text email written in a friendly manner uh, by the founder, it will convert better than a nicely designed email with your product. So again, it really depends and you should test this out. You should really know your audience and why actually you can sell your product. And based on that, you can draw your conclusions. As a general practice, I would recommend that even if, you, if, even, even if you can sell your product because of your great design and images, probably not more than 50-60% of your email should be actual images. So you can, uh, in an email builder, in a tool like Klaviyo or MailChimp, you can add some text, call to action buttons, the footer, the header, and these shouldn't be images. And in this way, you can achieve that less than half of your email will be actual images. And why this is important? Because the different email platforms such as Gmail or Yahoo or Hotmail, Outlook, whatever, they know that a promo email contains images, a lot of images, and a usual not promo email, an email from a friend or a colleague, it doesn't contain many images. So that's the simple reason. So again, you should test this out, what works better for you. But as a general practice, try to keep less than 50% of your email um, images and, and more than 50% keep it as text and other elements. Next question. So how do you stay out from the spam folder? So. I think this is a topic that I could talk about for a half an hour at least, and maybe I should shoot another podcast about this topic because deliverability as it's called or, or inbox rate, it's really a uh, science itself. And to be honest, so this is a bit similar to SEO that 
nobody really knows the answer if you don't work at Google and, you know, at an email company, uh, actually. Everyone is just trying to figure out the best practices. But if you keep yourself to these best practices, you will succeed. And what we consider as a successful inbox rate is around 90 and 95%. So if 90, 95% of your emails go into the inbox of your recipients, that's a great number. And if you are below, if you hit only 80, 70%, even less, then you could improve. How you can measure it? So you can use a tool such as Glocaps or Mail Monitor. And these are not free tools, but you can use these and Actually, this tool sends out emails, uh, an, yeah, emails to a seed list. So this is a list of uh, email addresses that is owned by these companies. And simply they can see how many uh, emails sent out, they go into spam or not into spam, into the inbox. So th that's how these tools, they work. So that's how you can measure this. And after, once you know the actual number, you can iterate. So... You can use these tools. In general, um, this depends on the engagement of your list, the open rate, the click rate, the unsubscribe rate, the spam complaint rate, all of these combined. So again, you want to send out the right content to the right people at the right time. And also there are technical aspects such as the reputation of your domain. If there is any blacklist, you know, if, if, um, if the domain is on a blacklist or not, and also it depends on your sending uh, IP or sender IP reputation. Basically, if you use a tool such as Klaviyo or MailChimp, most likely you won't have an issue with that. So big companies, they use reliable sender IPs. So these are the main things. Now I don't want to go further into this, but these are the most common questions regarding email marketing. And now I will dive into SMS. So First question about SMS, is SMS annoying and too into your face or in your face? So similar to email, but probably, yeah, it's even truer here. So people, they find SMS marketing, text marketing annoying because, you know, it's, it's a more intrusive channel than the inbox. So yeah, uh, you send out uh, tens of thousands of text messages to the mobile phones of people. And uh, most of them, uh, more than 90% of people, they will check it uh, Yeah, on their phones. So actually, it's harder to measure these things uh, for SMS because you cannot track your open rate, though you can track your click rate, which is good. Uh, you can also track your uh, complaint rate, which is good. So you can track all of these. Um, there are a few best practices that you should keep yourself to. So one is always you should add an unsubscribe link. And uh, we usually add this to the end of the message that reply stop to opt out. And they can simply reply stop or unsubscribe and they will be removed. So that's how we make sure that people, they are not annoyed. And also people, they can reply to SMS messages. So if you get too many, you know, bad words, then maybe you should change something. Um, but in general, um, our overall experience has been positive with SMS. 
I cannot name any clients where we had issues with this. So, and also SMS is a great ROI platform. So again, I encourage everyone that you should try out SMS marketing. The next question. So are people still opening and engaging with SMS messages or they don't do it anymore? So short answer is yes. Hell yes, because most people, they open their SMS within one hour. And again, it's hard to measure it, but uh, there are estimates that the average open rate for SMS, it's around 90 or 95%. And the average click rate that we can see is around 20%, sometimes even more. So if you send out 10,000 um, text messages to your subscribers, 2,000 of them, they will click on your link. They will go to your website. And just another metric here. So on Meta, one uh, click is around $1 or a bit less nowadays. But using SMS, it's uh, only 10 cents on the average. So that's a huge difference. And I'm not surprised that nowadays brands, they spend a lot on text messages instead of Google and Meta ads because... That's how they can drive crazy traffic to their websites. Hey, Budai Nation. Welcome to the Ecom Show. I ask you to subscribe to this podcast. And if you like it, make sure you share it with at least one friend. As you probably know, we don't run ads. Our growth is purely organic. So it would mean the world to me if you could support us. I hope we can serve our audience in the best way. And now let's jump into the episode. The next one. So what's the average return on SMS? So... Again, it, ha- it really depends on the brand. Um, I would say that uh, everyone should start with SMS automations, flows, and not campaigns because for f- basically flows are uh, automated retargeting. So typically a welcome flow uh, to welcome new subscribers, an abandoned card flow, a uh, new customer upsell flow. You, send, uh, you can send out shipping notifications all of that and this is automated so basically once you have website traffic you can activate these and they uh, will be sent out to your subscribers while campaigns they are more manual and also you need a certain size of text uh, or, or you know a list of phone numbers where you can send these text messages so I wouldn't recommend to start there if you are starting out with the uh, text uh, messages but you can start with automations. And honestly, I haven't talked to anyone in the US and in the UK who haven't seen a positive ROI on at least these automations. So you should definitely start there and you will see a great ROI. Just to name an example, so we have a client where we could see a 50x ROI on SMS, 50x ROI. So that's the real power of... uh, SMS text marketing. The next question, so what are the best tools for SMS marketing? So yeah, there are so many out there. Uh, I think the big elephant is uh, in the room is attentive. I'm not uh, a huge fan because it's clearly not for e-commerce only. So attentive is um, really for everyone. It's a huge platform. And uh, I know they serve many different industries. Um, So I just wouldn't recommend it. Maybe if you are not on Shopify and not in the US, UK, then 
it would make sense. Then uh, the next one is uh, I would mention is uh, SMS bump, which is a part of your pool nowadays. So SMS bump was probably the first big one for e-commerce. It works across all countries. And I think it integrates with Shopify, maybe with BigCommerce or WooCommerce, I'm not sure. You can check it out. Uh, why we really liked it because again, it works everywhere in any countries, not just in the big five. And uh, yeah, it just does the job very well. But why I, I'm not the best or biggest fan because it has some bugs. And uh, nowadays we usually go either with Recart or Clavio. Obviously, Clavio is a huge player. So, you know, you can do email in Clavio as well. So it has the advantage of being in one platform. You can A-B test SMS against email. You cannot do it in any other platform. So, yeah, that's a big advantage. Um, but, yeah, we find it a bit buggy as well. And uh, that's why we like Recart. So if you are on Shopify and you are in the US, UK, Australia, uh, I think Ireland, and even in Europe, then you can use Recart. And it does a great job. And uh, you can set up pop-ups with it, sign up forms. You can choose from a lot of different ways to get subscribers. And you can send out SMS text messages to them. So these are the tools that we usually use. The next question. So are pop-ups annoying and they reduce conversions? What's your opinion on that? So I think nowadays this question is less relevant than it was like two, three years ago, but still we can see people doing this. So um, I would say you should A-B test this, but you should definitely give a shot because I think like 80, 90% of brands, they should have pop-ups on the website. The big question is rather how you set up the triggers. That's the big question. So basically the, this is a retargeting tool as well. And you want to target those people who will not buy and they don't even want to subscribe. Um, they are not, they, they just don't know what they really want on the website and you want to get their email address or any kind of contact information so you can reach out to them later on. So I think, uh, again, the trigger is the main thing here and also your offer. So you should come up with a great offer to these people and be creative. So don't just use a discount. Um, a few examples I can tell you. So you can offer a free product sample. That's my favorite, but I know not everyone can afford that. Uh, you can give them a gift card, a free t-shirt, I know a high AOV store that uh, uses this. So, you know, there are different ways. Uh, I wouldn't do a uh, kind of, you know, video type of pop-up where there is a lucky wheel and you can win something, you can, you know, get something because it attracts not the right type of people. So it's better to attract fewer number of, fewer number of people, but those who are genu genuinely interested in your brand and what you do. Um, your list will grow slower, but the quality will be much better and the lifetime value of those subscribers. So uh, that's about pop-ups. And when it comes to triggers, so you should really test this out. 
most brands they use a uh, time triggered pop-up so after a certain time of uh, the visitor being inactive they uh, show the pop-up the pop-up appears they can subscribe uh, another one on desktop is exit intent uh, i can see this on blogs and landing pages that uh, when they scroll a certain percentage the pop-up appears let's say 50 percent they, they read 50% of the blog article, then they can see a pop-up. I'm not as a big fan of that one uh, because, you know, if they really sc scroll down, they are actually interested. I wouldn't show them a pop-up. So, again, you should really test this out. But, again, I think 80-90% of brands, they should really use this because uh, a good pop-up can have a conversion rate of 10-20%. So... You know, every 10th, every 5th person will subscribe and the lifetime value of those subscribers is solid. So you should think about using pop-ups on your website. Last one is, so how much do people engage with push notifications? So push notifications is interesting because it's a bit exotic like SMS marketing, but even more. And people, they think it's even more annoying. And I tend to agree. So I'm not a huge fan of push either, but I think it, it has its place, especially if you are a larger brand. So you are above, let's say, three, four, five million dollars per year. Then I think this is something to add to your marketing mix. There is another channel here that you can use to reach out to your subscribers. So why not to use that? So I think the ROI is similar to SMS marketing. Most people, they will really read it and many of them, they will click it. We can see good click rates there and great ROI. So we have a uh, case study, a tutorial on our YouTube channel where we made more than $40,000 using push notifications in six months for this brand in the US. And again, if you set this up right, then it definitely has its place. So Make sure that the offer is relevant, the user experience is good. People, they can exit it if they want. Same applies for pop-ups. So you don't want to show them three pop-ups on three layers and they are just, you know, they just go mad. Like, I cannot exit this pop-up. I'm freaking out. You don't want them to feel like that. And uh, yeah, relevant offer again. And really just the trigger should be good. Uh, it should be as uh, exact, as precise as possible. So you want to target the right people with your uh, push notifications. And once you have it, you can set up automated flows, campaigns, very similar logic to SMS and email. So that's what you can do. But uh, again, a push notifications definitely has its place in uh, e-commerce. So these were the 10 questions that I wanted to answer today and i hope this was helpful and if you like this one then comment below give a review on the podcast and i will definitely come up with more episodes answering your most common questions um, also in the description i will i will put a link where you can uh, subscribe and we will share our uh, best emails with you you can download this guide. We sent out almost uh, half a billion emails. So 
I think around 450 million emails in the past five years and we collected the best ones. So check it out in the description. And finally, stay tuned because every week we come out with new episodes of our podcast. So thanks for your kind attention and enjoy your day.